You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Tayo po ngayon, uh, we're coming to the end almost uh, two weeks from now. Tapos na po itong series natin. Sa wakas, sabi ng iba. Now, we've been uh, doing this series for 16 weeks. Well, actually, 18 weeks kasi may insert tayo ng, uh, ng missions. But 16 weeks so far from chapters 5 to 7 ng Matthew. We're talking about the Sermon at the Mount ng, uh, ng Panginoong Heso Kristo. And uh, dito po, he redefined yung pong mga itinuro ng mga pariseyo, ng mga religious people. Uh, nung panahon nila na... Naging sanhi po ng kinalituhan ng mga tao at sinabi nilang napakahirap gawin. And so Jesus presented it to them, uh, the things of God, uh, in, in a different way. So the religious people, uh, parang iprinisent nila ang law, yung mga batas ng Diyos, pero they miss out the real issue. And what is that issue? It's the issue of the heart. So, mga questions na ating tatanungin, uh, sasagutin ngayong uh, uh, umagang ito, talaga bang mahirap pumasok sa langit? Yun po ang isa sa mga tanong. At uh, kung ang Diyos ay mapagmahal, bakit sinabi niya sa kanyang salita na makitid lamang ang daan papunta sa buhay na walang hanggan at kakaunti ang nakakadaan dito? Ano ba talaga ang ibig sabihin or you know, what do we really mean when we say true Believers. Okay, yun po ang ating uh, mga ilang questions na sasagutin. So, mari ko po ba kayong anyayahan na tumayo uh, upang magbigay galang sa pagbasa po ng ating salita o ng salita ng Diyos. In Matthew chapter 7, starting in verse 12 to 23, basahin po natin ang malakas at sabay-sabay. Simulan po natin. So, whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves you will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And thus, you will recognize them by their fruit. 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Father, we just want to thank you once again for your word as we continue to study the Sermon on the Mount. Holy Spirit, give us understanding. 
I pray God, give us the grace that we may be able to apply this in our lives. And I ask you, Lord God, that you would just illuminate our minds and our hearts on the truth behind your word. Thank you, Father God. We submit to the authority of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Malapit na pong magwakas itong serie na ito, dalawang linggo na lamang, mula ngayon. At uh, actually, habang pasara or habang uh, patungo tayo sa ending ng Sermon on the Mount, uh, actually, yung pong mga inihayag ni Jesus nung nauna mula sa chapter 5 hanggang ngayon dito sa chapter 7, ito po ay very progressive. Uh, nung, uh, kung naalala po ninyo, uh, doon po sa chapter 5, sinabi na po that Jesus already fulfilled all the requirements of the law. Kausap niya rito ang mga, mga sumusunod sa kanya. Those who follows Jesus, hindi lamang yung, yung labing dalawa, kundi maging yung mga ibang tao na sumusunod sa kanya. So he already declared that he fulfilled all the requirements of the law. And because of this, you know, lahat po ng sumusunod sa kanya at nananalig sa kanya are positionally blessed. Ibig sabihin, for you to be blessed, hindi kinakailangan ikaw ay maraming material na bagay. Hindi kinakailangan na ikaw ay maraming pera, maraming salapi, maraming ari-arian. Hindi po. Dahil ang pagiging uh, uh, pinagpala sa harapan ng Panginoon ay nagbumula po sa isang posisyon. Ibig sabihin ng posisyon na, yun, na ang isang tao ay nakay Kristo Jesus. Ang isang tao ay nanalig sa kanya sa tinapos niyang gawain doon sa krus ng Kalbaryo. So lahat mga sumusunod, kahit sa mga panahon na ito, kung ikaw ay tumanggap sa Panginoon bilang Panginoon at tagapagligtas ng iyong buhay, kung ikaw ay nananalig sa kanyang natapos na gawa, ibig sabihin nun, na hindi mo na kailangan pang dagdagan pa yung ginawa niya para maligtas ka, then as far as God is concerned, you are blessed. Now, dahil po dito, because we are positionally blessed through the finished work of Jesus, now He said that you and I become the light and the salt of the earth. Ibig sabihin, ang mga tunay na mga mananampalataya ay dapat na kakakitaan ng pagkakaiba sa mga hindi mananampalataya. Being the salt and the light of the earth simply means we become the preservative, we, we become uh, the flavor, tayo ang nagdadagdag ng lasa, tayo ang maging liwanag dito upang mang, nang sa ganun, makita nila sa Yesu Cristo at ang mga tao ay lumapit din sa Kanya. Being salt and the light of the earth in a way starts to affect the way we live. Naapektuhan po na ito, yung ating relasyon sa bawat isa. Kaya diniscuss natin tungkol sa anger, tungkol sa lust, tungkol sa, uh, tungkol sa retaliation, tungkol sa uh, judging others and loving your enemies and so on and so forth. It, hindi lang po yung relasyon natin sa iba, kundi it also affects our relationship with God. Kung saan tinuro ng Panginoong Kristo yung the Lord's Prayer at kanyang binigyan diin ang kahalagahan ng makilala mo ang Diyos na hindi lamang Diyos kundi siya rin ay, ay isang mapagkalinga at mapagmahal na ama. That He is a loving and a caring father to us. Nananyan po siya, palaging nakaantabay, handang tumugon sa ating mga panalangin. Tinalaki din po natin na dahil po sa ginawa ng Panginoong Kristo, yung relasyon natin sa mga bansa, sa mga iba't ibang bansa, ay naroon din. That's why tayo po sa ating gawain, we give premium sa world mission. Kasama po ito sa bahagi ng, ng layunin ng Diyos para sa atin dito. As we always say, mula pa noong 1984, na dito po sa Victory, you only need two things. You need a Bible and a passport. 
Because we believe again in reaching out to the nations, making disciples of all nations. And when we do that, hindi po yung mga Pinoy ang una nating target sa mga bansa sa abroad. Kundi ang target natin ay yung mga locals. Dahil alam natin, itong mga locals na ito, most of them, mananatili sa bansa nila. What we wanted is that sila po mismo ang magpapatuloy ng mga gawain kapag ka ang gawain ng Panginoon sa kanilang bayan ay naging matatag na. So marami pong naapektuhan dito. Relasyon natin sa tao, sa Diyos, at sa ibang bayan. Now, sa totoo lang, ang lahat ng mga ito ay mga hamon. These are challenges. I, 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 kahit ako, I would admit, it's not easy. It's not easy to, to na sabihin mo yung, yung wag kang gaganti. It's not easy to love your enemies. It's not easy na, you know, maiwasan mong magalit sa, sa kapwa mo o, o minsan sa mga kalalakin, tumingin ka ng medyo may tingin pagdanasa sa... Mahirap na ito eh. It is, these are all challenges. And that is the reason kung bakit din sinabi ng Panginoon that we need to pray. We need to ask God to help us. We need to seek His Word so that we would know ano ba ang kanyang guidelines? How can we overcome yung mga temptations and mga sin? We have to knock God and say, God, we need you. Well, apart from you, we can do nothing. Yun po yung tinalakay niya. And the asking, seeking, and knocking is more than just asking for our needs. But really, asking God to change us. Bihira po ang nananalangin na siya'y baguhin ng Panginoon. Usually, pag pinag-usapan ng panalangin, nakatuon lang lagi ang panalangin sa mga personal na pangangailangan at gusto natin sa mundong ito. Doon sa bahaging iyon, tinuruan tayo ng Panginoon. Kailangan panalangin din natin na ang Diyos ay baguhin tayo at tayo po ay uh, mag-align doon po sa pagbabago na nais ng Diyos para sa atin. Masusundan niyo po ba yun? Okay. Now, with that, I'd like to start with this principle. Salvation is free, but following Jesus is costly. Liting ko, ang kaligtasan, libre yan. Wala kang ga- dapat gawin, kundi manalig lamang at manampalataya. Pero ang pagsunod kay Kristo, yan yung medyo mahal ng konti. May babayaran tayo. Sa katunayan, it will cost us everything to follow Jesus. Now, it sounds like parang contradicting. Kala ko ba? Kala ko ba libre ang kaligtasan? Bakit biglang may bayad ang, ang pagsunod sa Panginoon si Kristo? Now, pakinggan nyo ko. Madaling i-claim ng sino mang tao na siya ay Kristiyano. May iba't ibang dahilan ang mga tao kung bakit nila sinasabing sila ay Kristiyano. Sabi ng iba, dahil sila ay pinanganak na sa isang Kristiyanong pamilya, sila ay Kristiyano na. Ang iba naman, dahil pinanganak na sila sa isang reliyon, Kristiyano na sila. Sa katunayan sa panahon ngayon, mahirap nang gamitin yung salitang Kristiyano. Dahil ang magsasabi lang na sila hindi Kristiyano ay mga Muslim, mga Hindu, mga Buddhist, Taoist, and so on and so forth. Almost every religion would claim that they are Christians. Kaya nga kanya, nakakalito na. Sino ba talaga ang Kristiyano? Ano ba ang talagang tunay na mapagkikilanlan sa isang tunay na Kristiyano? So, siyempre, kung may tunay na Kristiyano, meron peking Kristiyano. Pero ang ating pagiging Kristiyano, ay dapat na nagpapahiwatig ng ibang bagay sa mga tao na nakakakilala at nakakakita sa atin. In short, sa ating pagiging Kristiyano, hindi ang Diyos ang kinukumbinsi mong Kristiyano ka. Kasi alam niya na kung Kristiyano ka o hindi. Hindi natin may tatago yan. Hindi natin malilinlang ang Diyos. Sometimes sa atin, you know, hindi mo na rin kailangan kumbinsin ang sarili mo. Although may mga pagkakataon, meron tayong tinatag na self-deception. Minsan, pinipilit nating paniwalain ang ating sarili na tayo kristyano. Okay. Pero higit sa lahat, ang tunay na layunin ng Diyos ay para makumbinsi ang ibang tao 
na ikaw ay kristyano. At yun, yun yung sinasabi po rito. Paano, nila, paano sila makukumbinsi na tayo ay kristyano? Again, probably you might say, ay wala akong pakialam sa ibang tao. Now, pagiging kristyano, hindi pwedeng wala tayong pakialam sa ibang tao. Dahil ang buhay natin, either na makahikayat lumapit sila sa Diyos, makahikayat na lumapit sila sa Diyos, or magtulak sa kanila papalayo sa Diyos. Kaya mahalaga ang buhay natin dito. Mahalaga yung mga patotoo. Mahalaga yung mga pagbabago na nangyayari sa buhay natin. At lagi ko ang sinasabi, ang kristyanong walang patotoo, hindi totoo. Dahil hindi pwedeng walang pagbabagong mangyayari kung tunay na ang isang tao ay may ugnayan sa Diyos sa pamamagitan ni Chris Jesus. Naunawaan niyo po ba ito? Okay. Ngayon, yung good works. Pag-usapan natin ng kaunti ang good works. Dahil sabi nga natin, salvation is free, but following Jesus is costly. Now, ang good works ko, good works, as we always say, it cannot and will never ever save a person. Let me say it again. Hindi tayo pwedeng uh, iligtas ng mga mabubuting gawa. Okay? Ang sabi ng Biblia, we are saved only by grace through faith. Which means, ang grace na ito, ang Diyos ang may bigay, hindi tayo, we don't deserve it. Okay? Pero inalok sa atin ng Diyos, ibinigay sa atin ng Panginoon, and we receive that by faith. Salvation is not even faith plus works. Okay? Now, salvation is just faith alone. Yung pananalig mo na ginawa na ni Jesus, gaya ng sinabi natin kanina, na-fulfill na ni Kristo ang lahat ng hinihingi ng batas upang tayo ay maligtas. Now, para saan ngayon itong mabubuting gawa? Again, itong mabubuting gawang ito ay dapat or para dun sa ibang tao na makita nila na ang Diyos ay buhay at gumagalo sa iyo at ang Diyos, that He is in the business of changing lives. Then my number one question is this, anong pagkakaiba ng pagiging kristyano natin kung pareho din ang buhay natin with the rest of the world? That will determine kung which is which. Alright? Kaya nga, again, mahalaga. Meron ako minsan nakausap. Sabi niya, Pastor, ako, hindi na ako masyadong uh, uh, interesado. Basta gusto ko lang maligtas. Gusto ko lang maligtas. Now, if that's our attitude, kung ganun ang kaisipan natin, then I can say that you have not fully understand the grace of God in light of eternity. Pag ang gusto lang natin ay maligtas and nothing more, that means that we do not really appreciate, we do not really understand that we are all sinners doomed for hell. That it is only by the love and the grace of God na tayo kanyang pinatawad na ligtas, ginawa ni Jesus, ang dapat na gawin niya, namatay para sa ating mga kasalanan. Dala niya ang kasalanan natin. Siya ang tumanggap nung pasakit at parusa na dapat tayong tumanggap. And if we do not understand it, then talaga magkaking kaisipan mo lang, eh basta ako, pupunta lang ako sa langit, okay na yun. No, no need for me to, to change my life. No need for me to, to do whatever things na, na, na dapat gawin. Ano parang ganito yun eh. Ang halim, ang alintulad ko diyan. Parang sa mag-asawa or parang isa ikakasal. Kunyari, kung sasabihin mo sa iyong fiance, papakasalan kita, mahal kita, pakakasalan kita. Pero may plano pa rin, kunyari ako, sabihin ko kunyari kay Malu, kunyari, kung hindi pa kami mag-asawa, sabihin ko, Malu, papakasalan kita. Mahal kita, papakasalan. Kita. Pero kung may plano pa rin ako mag-flirt, ibig sabihin hindi ko talaga naintindihan kung ano ibig sabihin ng pag-asawa. 
at wala akong respeto sa asawa ko. Are you hearing me? And the same thing, ganun din po tayo. You know, darating ang panahon, the Lord Jesus Christ will marry, so to speak, the bride of the groom, which is the church as a whole. So we cannot just say, na, Lord, mahal kita, pero well, magpa-flirt muna ako. No, we can never do that. We don't show respect sa ating Panginoong Kristo. Just like even the, the, the relationship between the parents and the children. Bakit tayong mga magulang? You know, bakit tayo atat na atat na magbigay ng, ng, ng mga gabay at ng utos sa ating mga anak? At yung mga anak naman natin, naiilis na sa atin. Bakit? Sabi na, buti pa si Moses, sa sampu utos, ikaw marami. Bakit tayo ganun ka-atat ka magbigay ng utos? Dahil, alam natin tayo mga magulang, with our experiences, with the maturity that we have right now, alam natin kung ano ang mas makakabuti sa kanila. Amen. And so we try to tell them, anak, ito gawin mo because this will benefit you. At iiwas mo siyang gumawa ng mga bagay na makakasama sa kanya. The same thing with our Heavenly Father towards us. Nagbigay siya ng mga guidelines that He wants us to follow. He wants us to obey so that we can reap the benefits ng ating pagsunod sa Panginoon. Amen? Ano ba ang uh, dapat natin isalang-alang with this? Let's go back to the scripture. 12, sabi niya. This is the golden rule. Or yung iba sabi niya, the royal rule. This is the rule of all rules. At anong rule na yun? Gawin mo sa kapwa mo kung anong gusto mong gawin nila sa'yo. Actually, ito po isang panunto. It's a principle that, that ought to govern our attitudes towards others. It's a principle. Parang, Kung ano yung gusto mong mangyari sa'yo, yun ang gawin mo sa iba. Ganun ka simple. Ito upang believer lang to. You know why? Because an unbeliever cannot just do this. Because for a mind that is far from God, ang sakala, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Ginawa sa akin to, ah, hindi, kailangan na tatablahin ko to or dapat lamang ako. No. Only a true believer, only a person who has submitted his or her life under the Lordship of Jesus, by the grace of God, can do this principle, that I will do to you what I like you to do to me. Kaya nga, sa akin may sarili akong version dito, you know, na dapat ang gagawin mo sa, t- sa iba, ang tingin mo sa iba, ikaw. Kaya golden rule ko, do unto others as if you are the other. Kung titignan mo ang sarili, ang, ang bang tao sa, na ikaw, ay hindi mo gagawa ng masama. Tama ba? Ngayon, kung iba ang tingin mo, ay pwede natin gawa ng masama. Pero kung ang tingin mo sa ibang tao, ikaw, para ngayon, ang tingin ko sa inyong lahat, ako, ang gwapo nyo. Ah. Kaya, paano ko magagawa? Nasaktang kayo. You know? So, again, kidding aside, yun yung mga bagay. So, ang maganda ngayon, pag-usapan natin, Ano ba ang dapat natin isalang-alang kung pag-uusapan natin ang isang tunay na mananampalataya? What should we consider? How, how can we say that we're Christians, we're, we're believers, we're true believers of the Lord Jesus Christ? Okay? One, the path of a true believer is narrow, not twice, not, not wide. Ang daraanan, ang dinadaanan ng isang tunay na mananampalataya ay makitid. Hindi ko sinasabing makitid siya. Okay, yung dinadaanan niya ang makitid. 
hindi maluwag. Kaya doon sa mga talata, sabi niya, you enter by the narrow gate. Bakit? For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to the destruction and those who enter by it are how many? Are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. Now listen. Very tempting na palaging piliin yung wide at easy way. Very tempting. Well, bakit nga ba hindi natin? Eh, ito yung popular eh. Di ba? Majority, ito yung ginagawa eh. Now, listen. When it, when it comes to our spiritual profession, when it comes to our spiritual walk with the, with, with the Lord, hindi mo pwede rito na, uh, hindi mo pwedeng gamitin yung statistics. You cannot say that, you know, majority ito ginagawa kaya ito na lang gagawin ko. Bakit po? Because not all majority is right. Ulitin ko. Hindi porkit nakakarami, tama. Kung naalala nyo, nung lumang tipan, si Moses, bago sila pumasok sa lupang pangako, nagpadala siya ng labindalawang espiya. May representative bawat isang tribo. Labindalawang tribo yon. Now, pagdating doon, 10 out of 12, majority of the spies say, hindi natin kayang pasukin doon. Mahirap, maraming higante doon. Para lang tayong tipaklong, kakainin tayo ng mga yan. Sampu. Majority. Dalawa lang nagsabi, hindi, kaya natin to. Pag pinaboron tayo ni Lord, bibigyan niya sa atin to. Dalawa lang. Minority. And what had happened? Sino yung tama? Yung minority. Bakit? Dahil binigay ng pangako ng Diyos yung lupain na yun sa kanila. And because of that, the majority, because of that, all of them failed to enter the promised land. In fact, punahin niyo. God's people are always the minority. Lalo na pag nagpunta kayo sa ibang bansa. Pag nagpunta kayo sa ibang bansa, ang mga Kristiyano doon, minsan wala pang ang 0.01%. Always the minority. But does it mean na, you know, wala, wala lang pag-asa yung minority? Hindi. Why? Because alam namin, alam natin, pagkakam- pagkakampi natin ng Diyos, and not no tayo sa winning side. Meron tayong sinasabi that not because everybody does it is a proof that it is right. Book of Proverbs 14 says, There is a way which seems right for a man, but the ends thereof are the ways of destruction. Kahit in our own selves, may mga kaparaan ang tingin natin to our own according, ayon sa atin. To our own according, this is the right way. But, kaya nga yung sinasabing, eh, opinion ko yan eh, galangan ta. Tama. You have the right to your own opinion. But it does not always mean that your opinion is right. Are you still here? May opinion ka? Fine. Pero, dapat may basihan yung opinion na yun. And we need to have a strong basis kung saan mo ibabaling yung opinion na yun. Okay? Dahil pagdating sa harapan ng Diyos, it doesn't matter what's the opinion of other people. What matters is what God had already said. Now, we're talking about true believers here, yung sumusunod. Now, bakit din? Because by nature, tayo mga tao, we love convenience. Isn't it? Hindi ba convenient ito? Yes. Sa kayo makakita, ating kayo yung church. Di ba? Aircon. Ang sarap ng upuan. Mamaya, nawawala na yung ulo mo. Di ba? Yung gumagano na. Di ba? Hindi masyadong pansin pagka, pag na-slain ka dahil malakas yung anointing. Convenient to eh. 
Narito ba kayo? Gusto natin to. Ayaw nating mahirapan. Para sinabi ni Francis kanina, siyempre masarap doon ka mag-drive sa SLEX. Although sa SLEX, traffic na rin. You know, para na rin uh, uh, service road. But anyway, y- yun yun eh. Kasi yung wide at yung, 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 yung easy way, ito yung popular. Kay Lord, hindi popular ito eh. Maraming tao, they profess their trust in God and yet they never leave the broad road with its appetite and associations. In short, they still live a compromised life. Na nagiging, nagiging Christian lang paglinggo. Okay, paglinggo siya, praise the Lord. Lunes hanggang Sabado, erase the Lord. O lunes hanggang Sabado, freeze the Lord. Y- yun, yun ang mahirap. Because we're not Christians only every Sunday. We're Christians every day. They want Christianity that makes no demand on themselves. Yung gusto nila, basta ligtas. Kaya kita nyo, very, very tempting yung gusto maligtas. Alika, sumapi ka lang sa amin. Pag sumapi ka sa amin, maliligtas ka na. O, di ba? Easy way. O, sasabihin ito, alika, alika, ba, dito ka sa amin. Pag dito ka sa amin, pag naborn again ka, kahit na magpatuloy ka sa kasalanan, okay lang yan. Pupunta ka na sa lahat. O, hindi ba? Konbinyente yun eh. Sino nga ayaw dun? Now, kung ang isang tao ay nandun pa rin sa hilig ng laman, pipiliin yun. Bakit? There's no demand on them. But the Bible says, even Jesus himself said, He who comes after me, he who follows me, must deny himself, pick up his cross, and then follow me. Yun ang inaayawan ng maraming Kristiyano. Pero hindi dito. Takaiba yun. Hindi dito. Dito, you know, tinatanggap niyo yun eh. Di ba? Hindi. Hindi. Okay. So, ngayon, my question is this. Does our profession of faith cost us anything? Yung bang ating pag-ahayag na tayo kristyano, tayo born again, tayo sumusunod kay Kristo, does it cost us anything? If none, then maybe I challenge you to start to reevaluate again. Because when we say we want to follow Jesus, it will always cost us something. Amen. How, what should we consider when we talk about true believers? Second is that the proof of a true believer is good fruit, not bad. Okay? Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly are ravenous wolves you will recognize them by? By what? Come on. You will recognize them by? By their fruits. Kung ano puno, siyang bunga. Kung ano bunga, siyang puno. You can never deny that fact. In the natural, anything will reproduce its own kind. Misang kahit sa pamilya, di ba? Like father, like son. Like mother, like daughter. It will always reproduce its own kind. Now, these false prophets, including the false professor, yung, yung nagpo-profess ng faith nila, sabi na, Mata, ngayon eh, di ba? Dara Bible. Oh, maglakad ka dyan. Ang sabi siya, uy, Christian to, may Bible. Hindi ah. Doesn't follow. 
Oh, nag, sabi lang, praise the Lord! Uy, uy, Christian to, born again to. No, it doesn't follow. Anybody can say praise the Lord? Anybody can bring a Bible? Anybody can attend, can attend a church like this? Anybody can do that. But what, what, what's, the other, what's the other consideration? The fruit. The fruit. Sabi nyo nga, the fruit. The fruit will never deny the tree. It will never. Kaya sabi niya, yung grapes ba? Ano ba yan? Uh, ma- maano ba yun doon sa, sa, sa thorn bushes? Yun ang sinabi niya? Kaya dito, tanyo. So every healthy tree bears good fruit. But the diseased tree bears bad fruit. Halatang obvious. No-brainer. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Now, listen. 19. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is what? Cut down. And what? Thrown into the fire. Now, I believe Jesus gave a warning here. Now, we can deceive other people, but we cannot deceive God. Again, in ulit the last part, thus, you will recognize them by their fruit. That's why there has to be some changes. If Jesus said that you will recognize them by their fruit, in short, anong bunga ang dapat na makita sa isang tunay na mananampalataya? Anong bunga? Alam niyo, misan, tayong mga kristyano, inambing tayo sa puno, di ba? Pero misan, ang punong napagambingan ata sa ating Christmas tree. pang Desyembre lang, yung bunga. Anong bunga ang inaasahan sa atin? Bigyan ko kayo ng isa. Sabi rito, yung bunga ng spirito, which talks about our character. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. Meron ka bang love? Tignan mo nga yung katabi mo. Kaya mo bang mahalin yan? What else? Joy. What's joy? Joy is different from happiness. Joy is never dictated by the situations or circumstances. Pero iba naman yung, yung joy na yung tumatawa ka mag-isa. Hindi joy yun. Kailangan mo ng healing pag ganun. Ano pa? Peace. Peace is not the absence of trouble, but you're in, at rest in the midst of trouble. The most peaceful place in a storm is in the eye of it. Amen. Meron ka bang peace? Or napipisti ka pagka nakikita mo mga ibang tao? What else? Nako. Are you patient or sa sobrang inis mo, nagiging pasyente ka na dahil may dextros ka na at hindi mo na matagalan yung mga tao? What else? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against such, there is no law. In short, it has something to do with our character. Nakikita na po ba yan sa ating buhay? O nahuhulog na ang mga bungang yan? What else? Ano pagbasing bunga? The fruit of our lips. Listen. If we are true believers of Jesus Christ, dapat hindi tayo nag-i-struggle pag nagpe-praise and worship. Eto, kung totoo ka, ha? Kung totoo ka, ha? Hindi ka peke. 
dapat totoo kang kristyano, normal sa'yo, natural sa'yo, yung magpuri sa Panginoon. Amen. Ha? 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 <laughs> Hindi yung lagi ka nakahalukip-kip. Ha? 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 Ikaw, Christian, ha? Christian pa naman pangalan mo, ha? No, but kidding aside, it should come out naturally. No, eh, parang ganito yan, di ba? When you go to beautiful places, how do you react? Kunyari, nagpunta ka luneta, nagandahan ka. Oh, wag, wag, wag na luneta. Manila Sioux. Pinuntahan mo yung namatay na, ano ba yun? Ano ba yung namatay na hayop doon? Elepante ba yun? Oh, oh, kung, kung saan man, Boracay o sa, uh, sa Marawi. Diba? When you go to certain places at ikaw ay naganda, how do you respond? How do you react? Ay, ang ganda. Alam mo, natutuwa. Gusto kong bumalik dito. Pero ka ba? Diba nalalaki yung mata mo at, you know, natutuwa ka? Now, let me just ask you. How do you respond when you're in the presence of God? That's a proof of a true believer. We offer sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, acknowledging His name. Sa halip na mura at reklamo, we start to praise God. Are you hearing me? And part of that fruit of the lips also is your testimony. You share to others the good things that God has done in your life. What else? What else? It's a fruit of a holy life. Holy living. Again, holiness is not yung mabagal ka maglakad at mabagal kang magsalita at pag ka, wag lalabas ang ngipin. At pag pinag-uusapan ng Diyos, bawal tumawa. Yung ba banal? Hindi, no? Kasi ang kabanalan is a position of the heart, the attitude of the heart. Being holy means you, you reverence God. God is holy, the Bible says. And so be holy. Even the scripture commands us. Holy living. Not riotous living. What other fruits ang ina-expect sa atin? The fruits of reaching out to the lost and bringing them back to God. Sharing the good news to the lost. Nahihiya ba tayo? Mag-share ng gospel? Ay, baka kung ano sabihin nila. Ano, um, you know, um, baka sabihin nila, panatik ko ako, panatik ko ako. No. Dapat nakakita, nakikita sa atin itong bunga. That's why we engage the community. That's why we plan for it. We think about them. How can we engage? What, what can we do? You know, as an avenue to reach out to them. Why? Because this is expected from us as true believers. So my question is this. Did our decision for Christ change our lives. May nabago ba? Nasa sobrang pagbabago mo, pati aso mo, hindi ka na makilala. May pagbabago ba? Again, if we can think of anything 
this is a good place for us to once again evaluate our faith before God. Lastly, is the position of a true believer is personal relationship, not works. I love this. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who does the will of my Father. Kung meron tayong kasabihang, hindi lahat ng kumikinang ay ginto. Totoo rin sinasabi ni Jesus, hindi lahat ng tumatawag sa akin ng Panginoon, Panginoon, ay totoo. Papasok sa kaharian ng kalangitan. Now, this came from the very mouth of Jesus. Not everyone. We may deceive ourselves. People may deceive themselves and think na, well, because I call Jesus Lord, papasok na ako. No. Or maybe people would say, eh, naniniwala naman ako kay Lord eh. Now, the book of James says, even the demons believe. Pero hindi sila papasok sa langit. So, it has more than just believing the mental ascent. It's a kind of a relationship. Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not do miracles in your name? Now, you see, even if we do ministry to other people, it's not an assurance. It's not a security that that person is saved. Why? Because that's not the basis of salvation. The basis of salvation, sabi ni Jesus, I never knew you. Now, the word knew or know comes from the Greek word which means intimate. It has something to do with relationship. I never knew you. Well, because in the first place, God knows everyone. But when He says, I never knew you, I don't have an intimate relationship with you, even if you do these things. So it's not, it's not an assurance. It's not a security. Oh Lord, pitumputapat ministry ko, pitumputapat na, na, na napatayu kong church, at uh, naitumba ko na rin, at, uh, you know. Sabi na siya, oh ngayon. Oh ngayon. Oh Lord, nagpalaya siya ko ng demonyo. Oh, ngayon, di ka pa sumaba. Lord, nag-prophesy ako, nag-prophesy ako, nag-dasay at the Lord ako. Oo, okay. Oh, ngayon, papasukin mo ako. Sorry, di kita kilala eh. No, I think ito yung pinakamasakit sa lahat. Yung mag-akala ang isang tao na siya'y papasok, tapos hindi. Kaya mga kapatid, mahirap yung ano eh. Nasa huli pagsisisi. Bakit? Kasi kahit Pag nahuli tayo, kahit na anong sisi gawin mo, wala na. Are you hearing me? <laughs> and we're talking about eternity here. What's eternity? Hundred years? No. Thousand years? No. One million years? Nah. Billion years? Ah. One zillion years? No. We're talking of eternity. An ending. Either to be with God or not with God. That's why, again, Jesus refused admission to them because they have no personal relationship with Jesus. I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. So in short, the final test 
is not what we think about ourselves, not even what other people think about us. We, we, we don't care what, what other people say or think about us. What we care is what will God say when we face Him. When we meet Him face to face, what will God say? Only those who does the will of my Father. And what is the will of the Father? This is the will of the Father. And this is what my Father wants. In some other translation, this is my Father's will. That anyone who sees the Son, meaning Jesus, and trusts who He is and what He does, and then aligns with Him, will enter real life. That is eternal life. And my part is to put them on their feet alive and whole at the completion of time. John 6.40, the message Bible. And so this is really a very sober moment for us to think and reevaluate not others, but us. What kind of lifestyle do we live right now? As Christians. Amen. Is there a proof of a changed life? Is there a proof that we choose not the wide gate or the wide road, but the narrow one? And when we meet Jesus face to face, what will He tell us? So I there's one thing I'd like you to take out this morning is this. To believe in Christ is to live for Christ. It's for your glory. I'll do anything. Why? Because out of our gratitude on what God has done, through Jesus Christ, our lives are not enough to just present it and say, Jesus, you are worthy. The only thing we can do is again, align our lives with Him and allow His purpose and His will be done in our lives. Now, then and only then, when we come to meet our Creator face to face, we don't have to tell Him, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not do this? Did we not do that? No. Because when we come before him, the words that we will be hearing him say is, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. And then, that joy will be for eternity. Amen? Come on, give the Lord a praise. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just bless you. Would you just thank the Lord right now? Come on, let the fruit of your lips bring forth praise, bring forth gratitude. After hearing these things, now is the time to apply it. And I hope and I pray that you will never be ashamed of praising Him, of thanking Him. You will never withhold 
the only thing we can offer Him while He already gave us His life. Come on, just start to praise Him right now. Start, speak, say something. Say, I, talk with God. Talk with God. I cannot dictate what, I, what you should tell Him. But talk with God right now, whatever it may be. Start to worship Him. Start to thank Him. In fact, can we just all stand up right now? Just all stand up. And I want you to just thank God. I just want you to, to just pour out your heart. If you're thankful, if you're full of gratitude, why don't you just thank Him for saving you, for forgiving your sin, for changing your life, for doing you good things. Come on, declare it, declare it. Don't just think, declare it. Say it, say it, say it. Father, we thank you, Lord. You are worthy, O oh God. You are worthy, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your favor, Lord God. Who are we, God, in your eyes? And yet you have shown care and concern for us. What is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you would care for him. Lord, thank you. You have made us a little lower than angels, than yourself. And you have crowned us with glory and honor. Father, we praise you. For we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We praise you, O God. Because in spite of our shortcomings, in spite of our sinfulness, you have loved us that while we were still sinners, you died for us, O God. And we praise you, God. We praise you for that, Lord God. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now we offer to you ourselves as living sacrifices. Holy and acceptable in your sight. And we ask for your forgiveness, Lord God, for everything that we have done. If we were ashamed of you, forgive us, Lord God. If we live a compromised life, forgive us, Lord. If nothing has changed as we profess that we know you, forgive us, O oh God. Forgive our hypocrisy, Lord God. Forgive us, Lord. We lay our lives before you. 